0: Jess,
1: and I'm George, and this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens around them. I was thinking uh, first I would like to say that these podcasts are here because my wife has some clue of how this happens. So, so if you're listening to us yakking, that's thanks to my wife who seems to know what she's doing with this stuff, because I wouldn't have a clue. She seems to. Yeah, well, I, since I don't know,
0: yeah, I can I, only
1: wait and find out. I know how to fake it. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good thing to mention, because I don't think that I've noticed that, but okay. No,
0: I guess you wouldn't have. <laughs> so... Indoor topic uh, for really, today.
1: This is the strangest conversation we've ever had. And it happens to be with a microphone.
0: <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> so, on to uh, our... You didn't
1: like me complimenting you. That's what it was. Probably. I got it, I got it now.
0: Okay. I figured it out. <laughs> so, on um, to our topic for today. <laughs> uh, my
1: my uh, wife has su- suggested a transography and uh, that seems like a good place to go because i i've enjoyed listening to other guys talking about a little bit of their background and their process and um so you know i also wanted to say something else about about uh about this podcast being here but i got distracted by the oddness of the conversation
0: <laughs> what else did you want to say babe
1: i i was thinking earlier about it and uh you you know we had talked about there's not very many um, trans masculine podcast and then of course right. we away, found one you found one you did gender cast is is the one that you found and we've just started listening to that you went right along and I think you're probably on year two or something but I'm at the beginning and so they are they're guys they're more wordy and uh, lengthy at explaining and talking about things that they're thinking about than probably we are we're a little bit more like the two homos, as far as just yakking about whatever, yeah, going off on a really strange tangent or something. But
0: well, at least one of mm. them also works in healthcare, I believe. So they're very hip on, you know, what the current news is and what's going on in their world. They're also single or single-ish. They aren't. They don't Parent, have parents. No, they aren't. It just really, is a whole
1: nother scene, <clears throat> as yeah. I know, just from many years before prior to being a parent what a different world I lived in Mm -hmm. so on to the transography then I um, I was telling my family I was a boy probably as soon as I could talk I was telling them when I was three which I've told you this story before my grandmother promptly bought me a beanie boy doll thinking that I wanted a doll a boy you know, she, she, that was the best she could understand.
0: What do you want for your birthday, George? I'd like to be a boy. A be a boy? A beanie boy. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, something like that. No.
1: Yeah, especially when you're three. And, you talk in three-year-oldies. Yes, you do, and you watch Beanie Boy on Saturday mornings or whenever it was on. So there you have it. I think you just dated yourself. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> I did, but as I said, I spent many years before being a parent. Yes. So I, I mean many. hmm so continue, love. Okay, so, you know, I was that five-year-old who wanted to marry the girl next door. And and as I became a teenager, I really had that disparity of really... I really wanted to believe that it could still happen. I could still become a boy, I was sure of it. Because there was nothing else to hold on to, probably, you know.
0: And you were <clears throat> looking at the books at the library. Yeah. Then I—I so
1: I don't remember how I ended up doing that, but I did. I go to the library, the public library, uh, in Chicago, and look for books on transsexual process and surgery and information, and and I, that's what I decided to do. By the time I was fourteen, I had decided that's what I would do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I did a bunch of other things in the meantime. I. I attended some church type cult thing (laughs) with my parents Yep, and uh, got a little lost in that for a while. And then when I got out of there and uh, came out again as a queer, I was hanging out with gays and lesbians and, and at that time my best friend who was a lesbian said, well, why don't
0: you just be a lesbian? Wouldn't that be easier? And when you're, you know, in your late teens and early 20s and you're just so focused on getting laid, hey, that'll work. It seemed like a damn good idea to me. (laughs) It
1: was a lot lot sooner than anything else I could come up with. Yes. And and she was pretty specific about that description. She was like, so, you like girls? And I was like, yes. And she said, so, you, like, want to take their clothes off? And I said, yes. And she said, okay, (laughs) well, why don't you just try this first? And I said, okay, sure. I'll I'll try that. And it worked. So, you made it work for
0: 20 some odd years. I did. But
1: I also realized lately I had a very different body then. I was, uh, I don't know how much over 100 pounds, couldn't have been too much, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know. And uh, ironically, I never have thought of myself as small because I have a sibling who's much smaller than me, and so I always thought I was big. Yes. And there were a lot of small people in my family, like my grandparents. Yeah. Um,
0: in, in the environment you came up in, I you, felt you were fairly big. Yeah. And your wife has four inches on you now. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it doesn't seem to phase me most of the time. That's good. Yeah. Most of the time. Unless I'm trying not to kink my neck if I'm trying to give you a kiss or something. Mm. Yeah. So the, the whole... The process was a big deal and I probably hadn't even considered money, you know, what this would cost yet. So my body was very different. I was until my mid-30s I was like this. I had no chest. I had what I called a minus A cup. I wore like Dago tees underneath a shirt and that was it. I didn't even need like t-shirt bras or anything like that because I didn't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a problem for me, so I was really comfortable in my body in that sense. And probably in ninety seven, ninety eight, I was living in San Francisco and had just gotten my graduate degree. And so there was a lot of uh, trans guys in the like SF Weekly, and it was pretty, you know, pro- more prominent than ever. And uh, I decided to go ahead, and I had gone to a clinic there in San Francisco and started working on that. And um, then my partner and and I, at that time, we were moving out of San Francisco, and it seemed like it would be a good time to do it because we were moving to a much smaller place, which is where you and I are now. Yes. And that it would be easier, possibly easier for me here uh, as a man, not considering, of course, how long a process could take, and so forth. But it really, um, unfortunate wording, petered out. Oh. Yeah. Because there wasn't support. And there were too many other things to take care of. And those things took precedent And So it, it got shelved. And I also, one of the reasons it got shelved is because I always questioned... Couldn't I just deal with the body I had and be myself, you know like the the cult thing I had gotten involved in was very eastern religion based, and so I thought a lot about karma and reincarnation and things like that, and thinking, well, here I am in this body, and so i I probably need to deal with it, not thinking about well, maybe dealing with it is changing it, you oh. <laughs> think of that yeah huh. so I just dealt with myself for a long time and I was really busy taking care of too many other things and then 13 years later I got divorced Yep. and went out on my own with a son we had ended up finally with children in our lives and so I was busy parenting and this role of mom which I didn't (laughs) like the word mom so I went for mama um, your yep. mama role was this whole other world to deal with of how people interact with you. Oh, you're not just a butch dyke, you're a mama. mm-hmm. There's some respect there, and I understand why 'cause this stuff is not easy at all. no, <clears throat> so that was an interesting experience to to see that happening and you know coming at me basically. Because that's that's how it was. It, it it came at me. Here here's our son, and you're our parent, and since you're in charge of everything, there you go. And in that relationship, you really were. Well, I was m- most of the time at the beginning of having the kids. There, <laughs> bless you. That the dog is <laughs> dog just is sneezing. Yeah, dog is sneezing. Okay. She might do it a few more times or so. Anyhow, more recently, just just at the time after the divorce. I started having some changes going on because of my age and because of some health circumstances that had happened. And what's happened in the meantime is I have a relationship that is supportive of whoever I am. And not only that, but because of the support overall that we try to give each other Mm -hmm. in having a functional relationship. I like
0: that functional
1: Mm -hmm. thing. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It freaks us out sometimes because we're not sure what to do. But Yeah, neither either. of us
0: had functional last time yeah, around.
1: Well, well, yeah, we had some function at some point, at least we thought so. Having that support overall to be who I was and not having to carry other things, things to be done let me be more of who I was. And the changes that were happening with the menopause type thing kind of prompted by some misplaced steroid treatment for a health condition I didn't have.
0: <laughs> they thought you had asthma.
1: Yeah. I didn't. I had whooping cough, which has a vaccination now, and I've gotten that again. But um, And I highly recommend it. Yay. Yeah. So that prompted some things, and that's mostly what you've experienced with me is all these changes, but you seem to have a pretty good sense, at least the way I feel, that of who I am. Yeah. You know, besides all this other
0: Well, that's just the body you that we live deal in. with.
1: Yeah. This is the body I live in and sometimes it's really thrown me on some rides lately.
0: It has. I'm like, what the hell is
1: this? So going through trying to handle that over the last couple of years with uh, trying to cope with the changes that were going on and, and how I felt about them, somehow it finally jogged from the way back of my mind. It probably was jogging forward for a while there, and it finally landed right in front of me as i as I mentioned a couple times ago um, that I'm at the gym, you know, so i've I've been working out and um then I come home and I'm in the shower, and all of a sudden it just hits me like really like wham, I'm like. I am so sick of this, and I'm like, wait a second! I don't, I don't have to do this. Yay! I, I can, I can change this. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. Yay! I was like, wow, I can change this, and it's totally, like, completely feasible to do this uh-huh. in every aspect. And I thought I need to do this because I don't want to spend the second, what I hope is the second half of my life. Becoming a little old lady, I want to be a little old man, and I've always known that. So I better get on it yep. and get this done. Uh huh. And then, of course, I thought I should probably wait till my wife came home so I could talk to her about it before I ran off with it somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So did I miss something?
0: No, I think you have brought us current. That's current, yeah.
1: Current stuff of trying to get it done now. Yes, and done.
0: That's where we get to. Okay. Yeah.
1: Great. I think that's it. I
0: think so too. All right. We can be found on the web at transpantastic.blogspot.com, and you can email us at transpantastic at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about. Disclaimer time! We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives and so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permission of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Who said anything about thinking? You did. I did?
1: Maybe I did. Okay. (laughs) All right. Is that it now? That is it. Okay, then. All right. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.